Hi, welcome to Two Talk Sports. I'm Marcus Levy. I'm Matt Murdoch. And this is our post-fight coverage of UFC Fight Night 144 and the Bellator Grand Prix Heavyweight Final. UFC Fight Night 144, otherwise known as UFC Fortezella. I'm not Portuguese, so I'm not a very, or Brazilian, so I don't speak Portuguese, so it's a hard one for me to say. Just Granted, call it for Fight sure. Fight Night 144. Yeah. Very fun card uh, in Brazil. A lot of Brazilian fighters. It was a do- Brazilian dominant uh, card, absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah, they showed up and uh, really took it to their opponents. We had our picks up on Twitter. We didn't get a video up in time, but if you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Two Talk Sports, you can always see what we're up to. We're making picks, and uh, we're going to go over our picks for the main event, starting with Johnny Walker facing Justin Leddit. <laughs> and uh, my goodness, Johnny Walker is a very interesting one to watch. I can say that for sure. Kicking it off. Yeah, he's very, uh, he's full of energy. Yeah, he only took 15 seconds to uh, finish his opponent in this round. Uh, In round number one, I had for our picks Johnny Walker winning via knockout round one. You also had Johnny Walker winning via decision, so that puts me up 3-1. Like you were saying, Johnny Walker, he's a character though, eh? He, uh... It, it, we we watched him come in and do his thing last time, and this time I was pay, paying even more attention. Well, the the entire show, he he likes to perform, and it was good. It was, you I'm think impressed. He's, you think he's drinking that Johnny Walker, you know the way. He Quite was. perhaps, you know, time. Uh, <laughs> he's a little bit out there for sure. I I enjoyed him though. He he's not afraid to come out and throw some hands. Very exciting fighter. Definitely one to watch. Uh, you know, easy to bet on for him to win by knockout you know like that's what he seems to go for every time um do you feel he wasted a little bit of energy even though it didn't seem to matter do you think he's going to continue his antics as he climbs the ladder Maybe that's uh, a better he question might find that once he faces more stellar competition in the heavyweight division like if he faces someone like junior dos santos he's not going to find a quick knockout in the first <laughs> two seconds so he's going to really have to dig deep and see how how he'll fare he's definitely Cleaning up the cans, and uh, not that Justin Led is, is a can in any retrospect, but you know, like the lower, the lower uh, yeah. fighters. What's going to showing... happen when he when he does show up against a ranked fighter? Yeah, like think of him versus King. Uh, I guess it's, I'm, I'm I'm getting mistaken here. He's light heavyweight, not heavyweight. He's just a big fella, so I assumed he was heavyweight there. Uh, facing a guy like you know Luke any, Rockhold, anyone like yeah, Luke Rock. <laughs> you got me thinking he would win that one by knockout. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, it's just a fun one. Him versus Tiago, uh, not Tiago Silva, uh, Tiago Santos. Sorry, not Silva. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, guy with the big sword on his chest. Yeah, you know, he's yeah. Be, it'd be a crazy uh, fight that one for sure. Tons of fun fights for him at light heavyweight. Uh, like you said, he's cleaning up the cans. I can't wait to see his next performance. I want to. I want to see his so, get someone ranked. Yeah, he should deserve someone ranked. Two knockouts like that. Give him yeah. someone. Outside of Brazil, you know. Sure. <laughs> uh, that's it for that fight. Stay tuned for the next one. Moving on to the next fight we have predicted. It was Charles Oliveira taking on David Taymor. Another, another fun one. there, eh? Uh, yeah, Charles Oliveira. He's really uh, showing off his submission skills his last few fights. Really, uh, i got to stop going against him because uh, I had David Taymor winning via knockout. You also had David Taymor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he really impressed both of us, uh, Charles Oliveira did, because... Once again, he came out, showed his submission prowess. Took uh, some eye damage. Um, there was some controversy in that fight for sure. Um, what, what were your thoughts on the uh, the point taken away? 
Uh, it's good. It's good that a ref finally stand up for me. I almost the rules were reversed. I doubt that the point would have gotten taken. <laughs> I did a bit of a fist pump. I go finally, like just finally. That's uh, instead of all talk, lost a point. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then and then he proceeded to second eye poke. So the, well, should take another point. Well, yeah. I, I, where do you, regardless, I'm glad he took a point because then you'll see a very desperate fighter, and then you know it causes action to happen. That's the point of those rules. You know, if you're going to cheat, then you're going to put yourself behind. Then you need to get desperate. I also thought you were saying he was showing off his submission. Not not only did he show his submission, he showed his grit, his his chin, because he took a, he took some shots in those opening opening flurries, and then he showed his submission skills to. To round it off, it's a great fight. No, very impressive showing from Oliveira. I believe that uh, put him in a record book for. I'm not sure. For, uh, Was it? I don't have the information in front of me. I just remember hearing uh, it screamed at me by John Anik and. Uh, I wasn't. Lizzie. I wasn't attention to the conversation <laughs> in between the fights. So yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, but another impressive submission from Charles Oliveira. That seems to be his favorite way to win a fight. So you know, if you ever see him again. That's more than likely his uh, gonna be his go-to. For sure, he's twenty-six and eight. I wonder how many of those were. There was probably a good about twenty Half. of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> twenty of them by submission. <laughs> so that's uh, most likely outcome for his fights. Uh, stay tuned for more of Charles Oliveira. More of our uh, more more to come from him. More, yeah, yeah. More Charles Oliveira. You know, he, he's very young. What's he ranked right now? Do we have that up? I don't have that information right in front of me. I don't know if he is. Uh, but we can find out and have it thrown in post. Sure. We'll have a little pop-up on the ranking showing. Um, he definitely deserves another uh, high-up ranking fight, for sure, moving his way up. But that's it for that fight. We're going to move on to uh, the next. Next up on the card, we have the submission master, Damian Maya versus Layman Good. What, what, what can we say about that? Damien Maya does what Damien Maya does. He's the human backpack. I, I was about to say, hate, the old backpack. I would hate to be underneath <laughs> that weight. That guy on your back? Cool, man. Uh, that's a scary prospect for sure. Uh, for me, I had Lehman Good not getting backpacked because uh, the last few fights Damien Maya's had, he's been neutralized. So I thought that the, the blueprint to beat him is there, and maybe Lehman Good would be able to figure it out. I had him be a knockout round two. You also had uh, Lehman Good as knockout round two, so the score stays the same, 3-1. We saw the, yeah, we've all seen it. We've all, everyone's talked about the blueprint, sprawl. Don't let it, don't let it happen. Somehow he managed to get around and uh, get on his back. And uh, he finished him quick. He squeezed him, like, into, like, ever-living. The expression on Maya's face during those final moments, right before, you know, a minute or two before, because he was on his back for, I want to say, a solid minute or two. But the expressions on his face, the amount of pressure he was putting on that poor man. He's got a squeeze. <laughs> He's got quite the squeeze, for sure. Uh, just reminds me of uh, Rick Story, when he when he did it to Rick Story, and that blood shot out of his nose. Sure. It was very gross. And yeah, that guy's got some power in his arms. Yeah. If only he was able to do that in the title shots, you know? Like, he, he does it here. But uh, it's he impressive. Makes it, he makes it look easy. He's props to Tyron for... Yeah, uh, it just makes, it makes Tyron look better, you know, yeah. like being able to neutralize that for 25 minutes. Neutralize uh, and, Colby, and, and, and 25 too. attempts, Colby too. being on true, the ground with true, him as well. True. Um, but the, tonight is Damian Maya's night, for sure. He, uh, he looked really impressive. He got that backpack submission. It's called the rear naked choke, but we like to call him the human backpack. And props to Damian Maya. That's it. Stay tuned for the co-main event. Moving on to the co-main event of UFC Fight 144. 
We have uh, the former champ, Jose Aldo, versus Ronaldo Mos... Mo, how do you pronounce that last Moicano. name? Moicano. Moicano. I got that wrong yeah. again. Uh, it was a lot of back and forth in that. Everyone... Uh, I was impressed. Jose showed up. A lot of fainting in that first round. A lot of uh, uh, fakes, but then uh, the champion, Jose... Oh, the former champion, I should say, uh, Jose Aldo, just shows why he was the champion for such a long time. He is not going anywhere soon. Just absolutely blitzed Moicano. Timed him perfectly with a shot, and then just finished him off against the cage. That, uh, that the, ends. the stoppage. Did you think it was a bit early? Uh, it, like he didn't even fall. It's it was getting standing. yeah, but it was getting really violent, and he was not answering. The yeah, like was I'm not mad. Turtling against the cage. Yeah, I just like to see a guy drop before a ref jumps <sighs> in. You know, like if, if the dude's just sitting there blocking the punches and sure. Sure, not but those was, were not that he was blocking them. He was eating them in his face. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I, I'm. Not, I have no problem with that stoppage. Because yeah. um, uh, Renato was had no answer to it. Uh, well, if he was defending. <laughs> if he was facing his opponent, defending himself. But we he both was. had Renato Moicano winning, both by yeah, uh, high decision. You had su- a submission, but Jose Aldo walks away the winner. So we're still at three one. Wow. <laughs> Uh, not a good yeah, night for we didn't us. Do too well, in this oh, card. the Brazilians decided to show up. You're you know? telling me to bet last card, man. No. <laughs> There's some bets out this card. I'd be I, down for the count. I did bet to throw it in just uh, on the main event when we get to that one. Uh, sticking with the co-main though, Jose Aldo. He's not going anywhere. He uh, called out Connor after you know trying to get that 13 second knockout sure. off of his record. You know, sure. which As I should. I think a, a fight between them would be really fun. You know. At this point in both men's careers, yeah, was that a fluke? Would Connor start him again? It would have to happen at lightweight, though. Uh, well, there's no they've, way they've, they've both pretty much moved up. So, I mean, was that featherweight still? Yeah. So, oh, okay, sorry, you're right. You're so right. Jose hasn't moved up, but I don't know if Jose would. Maybe did he Jose would. take one fight up and then move back down? I don't think I'm so. I'm confused. I think, I think uh, all of Jose Aldo's fights have been at featherweight. Okay, no big deal. <sighs> Some reason I thought yeah, he, yeah, he featherweight. Both, all his fights ever had featherweight. Yeah, Jeremy up. Stevens, you knocked him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For um, sure. Yeah, no, Jose is a featherweight, uh, and now McGregor's a leatherweight. Uh, feather, yeah. Light, yeah. Mo- talk. Mo- leatherweight. Mo- lightweight. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you call the new 165 division. <laughs> That's a leatherweight. Yeah. Leatherweight. Here we go. Call us, Dana. <laughs> Give us a call, buddy. We got our cut for naming it. <laughs> um, Moicano, though, a lot of hype behind him coming in. He was the favorite, and he got run over by uh, the former champ. Yeah, he, he sure did. Well, back and forth. It was. The, I found the first round pretty, pretty competitive. Pretty, pretty competitive, and then the sure. second round, it was just eventually that shot landed. And forty-four seconds later, round number two. Well, congrats to Jose Aldo. He definitely has one more fight left in him. He, he said himself before he retires. Hopefully, he can get that Connor fight. Everybody wants to fight Connor, though. It's unlikely that it will happen. Uh, it was funny they asked him, "Do it? Does he does he see a title shot in his future?" And he, he just kind of, nope. <laughs> I'm just gonna fight whoever I can fight next. Uh, so good on him for that. You know, not trying to chase a pointless third fight with uh, with Max. With Max, yeah, that yeah. would be. Yeah, I don't need to get beat up again. That's he deserves great. one more fight to win, and then right off into that sunset as a champion, former and, champ, going out on a win. That'd be yeah, all right. He's, he, a, he's he, a big star. Hey, Christ, he could he could go out on a win right now if he, he really could, wanted he honest, to. But he looks so good. He shouldn't stop. Yeah, well, they look so good until they don't look good anymore. <laughs> that's the problem. Maybe that's when he should stop, is when he yeah. doesn't look so good. So, But uh, that's our thoughts on the co-main event. Uh, I'm going to jump right into the main event. We're going to move on to the main event of UFC Fight Night 144, which saw Rafael Asuncao taking on Marlon Moraes for the second time. 
Their first fight ended in a split decision with uh, Asakun Kao. It's a hard name. Asun Kao? Asensao. Asensao. There you go. You couldn't say the last one? Wakano? You got me on this one. Asensao. Rafael Asensao. Thank you. Uh, walking away with a split decision. And this time, Marlon Morales showed why he's now the one of the top contenders in the Bantamweight division. Absolutely starching Rafael, Rafael before uh, sinking in a submission and squeezing the ever-living shit out of this guy. You know? Yeah, <laughs> no, pretty, kidding, no kidding, no <laughs> kidding. Uh, he's got quite the uh, arms on him and quite the uh, high-pitched voice for a man so strong. <laughs> My goodness, uh, he's one of those guys. Same with Yoel Romero, you know, when he talks, he has the high-pitched voice. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm a huge fan of him. I, I uh, for this fight, sorry to just do this to you, yeah. I had uh, him winning via knockout in the first round. He ended up winning submission first round, so that's two points, two out of three. Two points that puts you had a uh, Rafael Asuncao via decision. Asuncao. Asuncao via decision. Um, so that puts the final score of this card. <sighs> pretty pretty uh, poor on this card. Uh, what's it called? 5 1. 5 1. 5 1 for you. Thank good, you. Good so game. we're sitting at 1 1 so far this year. Uh, good, good round. Good round. Uh, I bet on Marlon to win inside the distance and. Uh, in the in round one, so I made a little bit of money on that. Very nice. Ooh, yeah. What does he rank now? I want to know. He's number. Uh, he's number one. He's, he's ranked number he's one. He's the number one. Oh, anyway. nice, nice. So he's he's going to be taking on. Uh, so he might see TJ in the near there, future. Speaking of that, there was a bit of a call out. He uh, was asked. Oh, right. He was uh, asked, "What do you think yeah, of yeah, yeah. Uh, a fight with TJ?" And he said, "I don't think you deserve to fight me after that. I might have to take a title fight with somebody else." <laughs> and uh, it was pretty pretty ruthless. <laughs> pretty good. Uh, Michael Bisbing was uh, one of the commentators of the the fight yesterday. He was seemed a little bit awkward in there. He uh, at one point Marlon Ralph really wanted to say something. He tried to take the mic from Bisbing, and Bisbing like, didn't give it to him yeah, until like a I half have, a second later. And then it was it was already past like the point, so like you could tell Morales was kind of like oh like he lost his mojo at that moment. It was very awkward, but at the same time, I loved it. It's why I love watching the UFC. It was I love still moments. entertaining. It was, I, I love moments yeah. like that awkward live moments. It's one of my favorite things about the UFC. Uh, moving back to the fight, though, uh, Morales really impressed me. He d- definitely deserves the title shot if they do if they do Henry Cejudo versus uh, TJ2 at 135. Without a doubt, he's the next one. If not, give him an interim belt. He deserves an interim uh, belt. What's the, who Whatever cares about bullshit interim belt? Well, that just solidifies you as the competitor. But put him against two. Against two for uh, the interim belt. Hmm, that's a good question. Like Cody Garvin. Okay. But that's a bad well, matchup as far as... If Cody wins, then you're kind of screwed if TJ, but then TJ, if he wins, it all matters on uh, who wins what and everything. If anything, Morales should sink in this victory. He deserves it. He redeemed the only loss that he's had yeah. uh, in the UFC. I don't think I don't see an intern belt in his future, though. He's either well, TJ, it's, it, he's going to have to wait. Gonna, he's probably going to have to wait, but you know he can wait. Well, but at the same time, he shouldn't have to wait because he barely got any... It ended I'm, so not, I'm not saying he should wait. I, I'm not saying he has to wait, but what because it's kind of tied up. He's the number one contender, but TJ's got his uh, rival at the moment. So, if anything, uh, he should face. Yeah, they should really hurry up Henry versus TJ too, so then he can get in there and fight again. Uh, he really impressed me. I'm a big fan of him. I love that head kick knockout he got over uh, Benavidez that they yeah. kept showing. Uh, I believe that's who it was. Benavidez. What was your favorite moment in this card? Uh, definitely. Or sorry, Jimmy Rivera, not Benavidez. Him knocking out Jimmy Rivera. Yeah. Uh, uh, favorite moment? Probably just seeing Johnny Walker go out there and 
starch the guy in 15 seconds, uh, yeah, that, you know? That, and then uh, this high hook kick or whatever you call it with the spinning, spinning back, back fist, fist following yeah. up. That it's, hard, it's hard to beat that one. Yeah. Uh, Jose Aldo jumping into the crowd after another stellar yeah. knockout. That's that was, another that really big. standout moment. You gotta be careful. You can, get, you can get fined half a million bucks for jumping into the they crowd. Were tro- they were chirping about it, too. They threw uh, <laughs> half a million. Yeah. <laughs> um, reminds me of uh, something Disney said. He's like, the eagle so- soared again. <laughs> the second eagle is funny. Uh, just making fun of that whole situation. But uh, that's been our coverage for UFC Fight Night 144. Um, there's more to come because we're going to top right into the Bellator Heavyweight Grand Prix main events. And then we'll tell you what's coming up next after that. Jumping into uh, our coverage of Bellator 214, Fedor versus Bader. We had a pick on our Twitter for and Instagram, at 2TalkSports. Check it out. Uh, uh, Fedor Emelianenko winning by... Knockout. We and both thought the last emperor was going to pull it off. Uh, and jumping into the fight, it was Ryan Bader facing Fedor for the heavyweight ch- championship. But before we jump into that, we just got to highlight a fight that happened right before that because mm. it was just craziness. And we want to show the highlights here. It was Henry Corrales facing Aaron Pico. Aaron Pico is a high prospect, highly touted. People are questioning why he is in the UFC. He's so good. And uh, he was heavily favored coming into this fight. You can see why when he dropped uh, Corrales very early and then went in for the kill. And it's like uh, whenever you talk about something, it's more likely to happen. The announcer commentator said, he's got to be careful rushing in like that because he could get knocked out. And that's exactly what happened when Henry Corrales just cranked him with the right hand. And you just see Aaron Pico fall like a tree. What do you think about that? It was rough. He's uh, made the best man win as always. And, if Aaron Pico took a loss that night, but yeah, what a what a rising star that I've heard a lot of chatter about him through the through the network through the podcasting world and seeing him lose in that fashion and being criticized like what did he get blood that blood, was that, that was jaw thirsty hun- hungry oh he's done like wow jaw dropping for sure just seeing I love it that, that's what uh, win or lose Aaron Pico I'm gained a fan and Henry Corrales wow he he added a, a name to his record. For sure. He looked really good, and he showed a really good chin. Bit of a veteran there, taking that, that long, young lion, young prospect down, for sure. Uh, yeah, and I look forward to seeing both men in the future. Uh, definitely two men to watch. Props to uh, Henry Corrales and Aaron Pico. Keep that head held high, because even though it's a knockout loss, you're, you're a champ. You, you look for the kill every time, and we appreciate that. I think, uh, again, from what I've, what I've learned about the men, I think he'll come back from this loss take, take the lesson and take it to heart he'll learn he'll learn he'll probably sure. come out uh, not as aggressive but more looking more right. to precision and not be hit back yeah. uh, look forward to that we're going to jump back into the main event which was Ryan Bader taking on Fedor Emelianenko uh, for the heavyweight Grand Prix title like we were saying earlier on our Twitter and Instagram we had Fedor as our pick to win by knockout we're both old school guys we love seeing been watching since mm-hmm. the Pride days and uh we thought the legend was going to come out swinging. In the, I had something to say. Now, the walk-in was brilliant, from Bader to walking in to his Star Wars theme sure, things, yeah. quickly switching just so they don't get sued, yeah. which I thought was hilarious. Then to Fedor coming into his classic Fedor song that sure. he always walks into, very, very stoic. stoic. <laughs> very stoic and uh, just, just epic in my opinion. The hardens, you know. And, and then they decide they're going to play the national anthems for both fighters. And... My goodness, it added at least 
eight extra minutes of just them sitting in a cage. Talk about deflating a moment. And I'm all for national anthems. Like, I like sporting events. Did it, def- did it deflate, uh, did it deflate well, there from where we're Canadian? I'm sure everyone thinks everyone else's national anthem, but they are these American Russian pride. Did it deflate them? I think it might have because Fader look and both Fader they look like they were jumping around trying to stay fresh, stay warm. But true at that moment, I, maybe the American national anthem pumped up Fader. You never know. But uh, when those soldiers walked into the ring and stood in front of Fedor with their guns, about face, uh, just oh, it was. It was just awkward, and just felt sorry for Fedor. Like he doesn't need to deal with that. He's about to fight in the cage. He doesn't need these soldiers sitting in front of him. That's my two cents on the whole thing. I, I hope, felt. I hope we never have to sit through that crap again. Yeah, I felt like that slowed down Put the pace. Put a fine point on it. And then you saw it in the fight itself with Fedor. He kind of was wasn't quick to. To I had a fantasy romance novel in my head where he. Defeats Bader, rides off. He could easily defeat Bader, which is annoying because if he just came out aggressive, swinging, he could land on Bader's glass chin, which has been suspect. If Tito Ortiz can drop freaking Ryan Bader, I'm you think Fedor can, and I feel like a lot can as like a lot can be contributed to the fact that they both fighters came out kind of cold. And it just came down to who landed first after that. After that, uh, well, that being what Bader has looked in this in this round in this tournament. Bader has looked fantastic. So, no, no matter how you slice it, you know, he he's the man. Like he's the champ now, and the free agent champ. No, yeah, Ryan Bader. That's a great win for him to come off of. Honestly, he's going into uh, he's going into uh, his free agency, and I think an interesting fight would be. And you know how they did cross promotion with Mayweather and McGregor. Sure. If they could somehow do a cross promotion with Bellator. And have DC with, with face Bellator? Ryan Bader yeah, for a sure. true heavyweight championship. That's the best thing because DC, as as of lately, all he cares about is money fights. Blah blah blah, money make money, picking his fights, picking his opponents. And uh, he's even like turned down like a potential rematch with Stipe because of. Uh, I know, which is thing. BS. Uh, so this, this 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 good does it. I think this brings eyes. This brings money, and. Uh, it will be exactly perfect for but the the question is can they make two organizations work with each other? You know, Dana White's a very fickle guy. I don't From think him and Scott point Coker. Of view, I'd love to see it, but yeah, I just don't as a fan. Think, uh, that's a pure speculation thing. Ryan Bader more more than likely he's already stated that he wants to stay in Bellator, so yeah. I don't look see him coming back to the UFC anytime soon. Um He's got to defend his belt a few times to solidify that. I wonder which one he'll defend first. Perhaps. Light heavyweight or heavyweight? I'm curious. True. Uh true. Congrats to Ryan Bader, though, TKO in uh, freaking 35 seconds over a legend like Fedor. Yep. That's a feather in your cap, and congrats to you. Uh, yeah, congrats for two talk sports. Congrats, Mr. Heavyweight <laughs> Champ Champ. <laughs> uh, so that's our coverage for Bellator 214 and Fight Night 144. Uh, we're going to have our UFC 234 pay-per-view predictions coming up very soon, so stay tuned for that. Uh hope you enjoyed listening just wanted to say that uh if you like the video give us a like and a subscribe down below yeah don't forget to follow us on our social media comment like and subscribe you can follow us in the links below or at two talk sports doesn't matter uh and uh, i'm marcus levy i'm matt murdoch for all things martial arts related stay tuned to two talk sports see you next time